Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to the Healthy First Now podcast. I'm so happy you are here. On this podcast, you're going to learn about healthy living, nutrition, fitness, all topics surrounding healthy living. Now sit back and listen to the show. Welcome everyone to the Healthy First Now podcast with your host, Crystal Starnes. Tonight, we have a special guest coming on. His name is Howard Wigan. Howard is one of the world's 35 leading interior designs as listed in Volume 3, Andrew Martin, world's 35 leading interior designers who is now retired, presently acting, modeling, and podcast host for movies, reviews, and more. He is also the son of Little Roy Wigan of the Grand Opry fame who played steel guitar for Eddie Arnold, Pee Wee King, Lori Morgan, Ernie Ashworth, and Paul Howard. Let's welcome Howard Wigan to the show. Hi, Howard. How are you? Just fine, Crystal. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking so forward to doing this. Uh, you're welcome. I'm so happy to have you on. You're an inspiration to many. You're gonna. You. I'm sure you're gonna have a lot of positive things to say. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, um, I guess let the audience know um, who you are and a little bit about your background. Well, I'm uh, turning seventy at in uh, in September. And I am the same size as I used to be when I was a teenager, which is a 29-inch waist and 32-inch pants. I can even wear the same clothes I had as a teenager. I have a little bit of them left. But anyway, uh, my dad was Little Roy Wiggins, played still guitar, like you said, for Eddie Arnold, uh, Lori Morgan, and all the others. Uh, I, I'm on Facebook quite a bit, and I posted today where he pay, played with Patsy Cline, still guitar, with uh, when he was with Pee Wee King. Uh, and Eddie Arnold had hired him away from Pee Wee King to uh, perform with him. If he hadn't have done that, he probably would have died in the plane cl- crash with Patsy Cline and Cowboy Copas. So uh, you never know what life has in store for you. I mean, things that may be bad can turn out to be great. Uh, but I'm a very, back to nutrition, uh, I'm real proud of what I've done. At one point, I used to weigh 100 pounds heavier than what I am, and I went on Atkins diet, and I never even bought the book. Somebody just told me, you give up sugar and bread, and I did that, and I made little bitty changes all through my life, and I don't think of it as a diet, it's a lifestyle change. And the more people flatter me, the more going to do more. <laughs> you know, if you think I can right. look good, I'm going to look even better because I, I think about it all the time. And one little tip I can give people is I do a lot of events and go to a lot of events. So I set little small goals for myself. It's like I want to look like this or weigh this by this time. And uh, that helps me. 
and I don't make them too hard to obtain. It could just be a pound or half pound or, or wearing something even. Uh, I make it easy on myself. And I don't think about food all the time. I try to stay busy. I stay healthy. And uh, and I'm just conscious of what I do. I think when a lot of times people go on a diet, they think about food all the time. I know I did. And it's like, don't think about it. It's a lifestyle change. You're, ne- you're never going off of it. Of course, everybody cheats and everybody will slip. But if I do, I, I go into a fast the next day or so. So it's what you do in the long run. I can go to, and I know my weakness. My weakness is the buffet. When I go to buffets, I overeat. So I try to stay away from that, but my wife still wants to go to a buffet. So if I do or go to a party, I watch the food I eat the next day or two and eat less. How about that? Right, that's good advice. (laughs) Will you, um, like, I guess, like, with your eating and everything, do you, I assume you also exercise too, right? Oh, I do. I do everything kind of off and on. I'll exercise. I'll exercise more in the summer because of the weather. When it gets cold, I'll do ab work and uh, kind of cut back a little bit but and do more walking. But uh, I go up and down as far as my exercise goes because it's more what you eat than it is exercise. Because when I first started off and I was trying to get abs, I was exercising too much. And I wasn't giving my body a rest period. And a lot of times uh, you need that rest period and you need to trick your body because your body will get used to what you're doing. So after a while, it doesn't have benefits. So you've got to change it up and do different things. And it's also uh, like vitamins and things like that. Your body produces natural uh, vitamins. I'll take vitamins off and on because I don't want to get used to me giving it vitamin C or vitamin D. I'll do it for a short period, go off of it, and then do something else every now and then. Well, that's interesting. I never heard that before because mm-hmm. it does make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, it's yours. So, and I, I used when I was uh, – when I lost my 100 pounds, oh, my God, I was getting – all the magazines and reading and all this, eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you. You get all this information from all these different sources, and you've got to just find out really what works for you because what works for somebody may not work for somebody else. So it's kind of a trial and error. Uh, But like I said, the main thing is don't think of it as a diet. It is a lifestyle change. Now, with the Adkins diet, I guess the lifestyle change, how do you incorporate fiber in the diet with that, you know, type of lifestyle? Oh, right. uh, well, it's it's vegetables. All your When the Adkins diet, you're just giving up bread and giving up sugar. When I first started, I used to go to a buffet, and I would eat all the healthy stuff and eat several plates of it and it was still working because it's all fiber you're eating vegetables you're eating you're not eating refined food uh i do eat meat i i'm not a vegetarian i i feel that we're uh should have meat because we have pointed teeth in front and all animals who eat meat have those canine teeth and uh i just think it's healthy for you i've heard other people that are vegetarian and they swear by it but 
I've seen a lot of vegetarians that are overweight because they're not getting full by the protein, and they tend to eat more sugar and more bread, which can, even though you're a vegetarian, you're still eating what I think, in my opinion, is going to put on the weight. So, Right. But uh, well, and when I was on Atkins, how do you, Atkins, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. When I was on Atkins, mm-hmm. the uh, local mag, local newspaper put a picture of me in their paper because I lost so much, and I did it quickly. And they said Atkins wasn't healthy. Well, that was probably 30 years ago, and I'm still maintaining it, and I'm still looking great at my age. I tried to get in touch with the paper, and nobody works there anymore, of course. And I would love to do another article and pictures from the past with pictures of the present and say, yeah, it does work. Now, I don't do it every day. I I do cheat, like I said, and I allow myself one or two cheat days during the week. And if I overeat and I want to go into a, a, a starvation mode, I can go the whole day and not eat anything if I stay busy. And I heard that if you um, go over, you can go up to 48 hours without eating, without hurting your body or going into starvation mode. Anything over for 48 hours, you're hurting your body. So anything under 48 hours, you're helping your body. You're cleaning your system and you're, you're, uh, you're just, they say you'll actually live longer if you do that. Oh, wow. I'm learning some mm-hmm. stuff. I never knew that either. <laughs> yeah. You're full of wisdom. And another well, I little tip. You, I, I love. Okay, go ahead. Another little tip I have is I keep a water bottle by the bed, and I'll drink water if I wake up at any time during the night, just, you know, like three or four gulps of it, and that's it. So keeping your body cleaned with with good water, I think that helps also. That helps your skin, keeps you from wrinkling. I say try to stay out of the sun. I never smoke. I never drink. Uh, uh, and I try to stay out of the sun. So I think those things help you from keeping a young appearance and not hurting your hurting your skin. So. Right. Well, I, I love watching, um, like on Facebook, I love seeing all your pictures. You always seem so happy. Like everything, you post a lot on Facebook. I it do, looks like I you do, do. You do a lot of events. <laughs> I, I do, and I, I love to dance. I love people. Uh, one of the things about aging is a person's age, and I read this, and it makes perfectly good sense to me, is that a lot of times people hit retirement or they get up in age, and they do the same thing the same day, eat at the same restaurants, go to the same places all the time. And they're not creating new memories. And I think that made perfectly good sense to me because if you listen to a person as they age, they go back to their childhood or tell you old stories. That's because they're not creating new memories. So every day I try to create a new memory, uh, meet new people, do a new activity, uh, make us, I'm actually taking care of mentally challenged uh, adults and teenagers And I really don't tell my friends that, but uh, I do because that's a new experience for me. I live on such a, I guess, a blessed life and and, a prosperous life. When I go to work, it's the exact opposite, and it just makes me feel grateful and helpful to those that don't have it. And anybody's life can change, better or worse, 
in a car wreck or win a lottery or something great happens. So nobody's immune to whatever happens to them in life because it can change in an instant one way or the other. So, Right. Well, I commend you for that. I used to work with, with those that population too, and um, it takes a special person to be able to do that job. So I think it's wonderful that you're doing that. Well, thank you. And it's 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 rewarding. I've, I had uh, well, we're not supposed to talk about that, but I've had things that happen that that just makes me feel good and warm inside. So. Right. No, I think it's fine talk. Whatever you want to talk about on this is, is totally fine. Well, I, the, no, I where I work, you're not supposed to talk about the clients. So. <laughs> where I work, they don't want you to talk about the clients and give names or anything. Or, or well, yeah, you well, don't give the names, but you can talk about the situation, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had one client that uh, they came to us, and I taught him how to say my name and his name. And his father came to see him. And I said Howard and pointed to him, and he said his name. And the boy didn't even say Dad. And that kind of hurt me because he knew my name, but he didn't know Dad. I mean, Dad and Mom are the first words you speak. And this was a teenager, mm-hmm. and he didn't call his dad Dad. <laughs> so. Aw, I know. It's, it's sad, like, because they're wired differently, and – um you know, they learn at a different capacity than maybe you or I do, and um, it, it is sad. But, like, you, you, all you can do is just try your best to help them, and, you know, you know that you're doing right, and I'm sure the mom and dad knows that you've tried. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, uh, you, you're right, I am happy, and I feel like happiness is a choice. I mean, people – I. I know people get depressed and all that, but I've never experienced that at all because I, I have it as saying, as, you know, people say money doesn't make you happy. They just don't know where to shop because it does make me happy. That's why I have a, a lot of clothes. And then I love to go dancing, as you see on my Facebook. Uh, I always make pictures with, with beautiful women all the time. My wife doesn't mind it because she knows I'm coming home to her. And I've done that ever since we've been married nearly for 40 years now. So, uh, but it just makes me happy. It's just, I enjoy my life and I do things that, that uh, de-stress me because I personally believe stress causes everything. It causes all sicknesses and, and aging and everything else. And I, when I sew furniture, I talked to the lady that uh, handled customer service and I said, I don't see how you could handle this job when everybody's upset every time they you pick up the phone. She says, well, when somebody's mad at you or over the situation, they're the ones that are stressing, and you're just trying to help them. So it's not anything on you. And I thought about that. I'm like, if you get mad at somebody, you're not going to change them. And who is that hurting? It's hurting you because you're mad at them. I've had things happen to me, and I've just let it go because it's not – I look at my health as the most important thing, and nothing's worth risking my health to to worry about something. Right, so. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's mentally draining if if you stay upset. Like they say that, um, like if you get angry, stressed, whatever, it takes more energy to get angry oh, and yeah. be happy. Oh, and I can actually, I do it so rarely. I mean, of course, everybody loses their temper every now and then. But when I do, 
I feel my body reacting to it, and I calm it down, and I'm, I'm like, I walk away from it, or uh, I don't, I just, I just, I feel it. So if I can feel it, I know it's not good, you know. So. Right. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. like it makes if you get upset, like it also it makes you tired, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Where when you're happy, you have more energy. That's right. That's right. I can go all. I can go without sleep. I can go three hours, uh, three hours a night, and that's all I need. And if I'm doing something that I'm excited about, I usually can't sleep. So I'll get up sometimes in the middle of the night, and I'll go walking if the weather permits. And I love walking at midnight and quiet because I can put on my jam and I can I can twist, I can press, I can do whatever I want to. There's nobody watching, and I just feel free, and uh, I, I just love it that way. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Well, I think you're you're fabulous. I mean, you're like like I said, like I I look at your Facebook and. You just seem so happy, and and that's great because that's what keeps people young, in my opinion. You know, obviously, you know you're still going, and I mean, you don't miss a beat. Well, it's I don't, it's I don't think I've ever seen you sad. Well, I'm not sad. I mean, I can I can count on my hands the number of uh, serious argu- arguments I've had. It hadn't been that many, you know, at all. I mean, even in my Teenager, I think uh, I have a son, and I got mad at him twice the whole time he was up, up until 18, and that was it. And I never had to discipline him or anything like that. And I think one thing I learned from my parents is uh, I wasn't very strict with my son, or they were strict with me because they trusted me. And just like my wife trusts me, if you have my trust, I, do, I value that. And I won't do anything to take that away. So when I was five years old, they caught me smoking a cigarette. And I thought, they said, that's fine. Go ahead and smoke a cigarette. Sit on the sofa and smoke it. So I did. And, of course, I didn't like it. And I never smoked again because when you're young, you make those. If you try a food and you don't like it, you'll probably never eat it for a long, long time because you made that decision. It's no good. And when they they would drink, and when I was young, they said, you want to taste the beer or something? And I tasted it. And I'm like, ooh, this is nasty. I'm, not, I'm never going to drink beer, you know. So rather than say, just don't do it, you know, they gave me a choice. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way of handling, you know. I, I think if you restrict kids um, so much, it pushes them to want to be resentful and, you know, do things behind your back. But if you just let them be a kid and, you know, learn for themselves, I think they respect you, you know, you know, as they yeah. grow and as later in life. Like I just know with my kids, I pretty much, you know, I'm not very strict with them. I mean, thankfully <laughs> it's been good so mm-hmm. far, you know, they're pretty good kids overall and um, it works. And that's how I was raised. My dad raised me and, and, you know, he trusted me and, and, you know, so I, I really feel that that is a good way to parent because um, then they hooky? won't be trying to sneak. Yeah, did you ever play huh? hooky from school? Did you ever play hooky from school? I did one one time I did. Me and two of my friends, um, we went driving around. We went to a mall, I remember, um, 
and we didn't do anything really bad. We just went to a mall and then, you know, we eventually just went back home. Like we didn't, it wasn't major. Like it wasn't like yeah. what some kids do, you know what I mean? And yeah. we were in high I school. I think it was our that. senior year. It was our senior year we did it. Mm-hmm. I just never did anything. Either. I mean, I didn't even, uh, they never gave me a curfew, but I never stayed out real late either. So uh, well, I never did either. And, I never did any of that. But I, you know, I did that one thing, you know, we left school and, you know, that was about it. And I think that day it was a half a day anyway. So like mm-hmm. we had left and then we were home. Like we were only out for, I think, for like three hours or something. It was a joke. Like it, I don't even know why we even did it. I think we just wanted to do it before we graduated. So, you know, mm-hmm. we did. And, but we were very good kids, you know, in, in school. I mean, I was always in academic classes and, um, you know, I ran track and everything and, you know, and her, like my friend, her mom was a teacher and the other one, um, you know, she had a really good job too. Like we all had, our parents had good jobs and like we came from a decent background. So like it was, it was out of the ordinary for us to do that. So. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, but no, like I just very think, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, it they were done with now but like I look back on it and I'm thinking well I could have done worse things you know and I didn't oh yeah so yeah and I never tried um drugs or um cigarettes or anything but that's because I never liked the smell of cigarette smoke my dad actually smoked um when I was real young and when I was five years old I told him I said dad I don't like that I can't breathe around it and he just ended up quitting cold turkey and he started running and he was running marathons. I remember him running races like growing up. Um, and he did that as an alternative to, um, you know, the smoking. I think it helped him keep from going back to it and he never went back to it. Now he hates the, he hates the cigarette smell, everything. Um, you know, but he did that for me, but he used exercise to keep him from going back to it. Well, you're absolutely right. If you start eating healthy, it's a, a, you stop craving the junk food. And if you have junk food, it actually makes you sick. I have gotten recently within this last year, I've, uh, if I overeat, it actually hurts my side, you know, because my stomach's not that big anymore. And it's like, it, it, it I know I hurt, you know, so why would you want to do that to yourself? So, uh, and and I, I crave vegetables. I mean, I, broccoli with butter on it. I could just eat that all day long, uh, just because I'm just gotten used to eating healthy. So, right. Well, are there any words of wisdom that you could tell young people out there, um, looking back on your life, like something that you could suggest for well, them? Look at opportunities when it comes by you, because I've had three opportunities when I was young, and you know when you're young you think you've got a, it's going to come around again and you could you um, have another chance at it. I just kind of made excuses when these opportunities. Well, one is when I was one of the world thirty-five leading interior designers. I was supposed to go to England, and they had like an Academy Award in England, and it was broadcast on the uh, English TV channels, kind of like the Oscars are here. And Jane Churchill, which is Churchill's granddaughter, won the award. Uh, George Harris of the Beatles decorator won one of the awards. Everybody that was in that 35 book was there. 
I was in my 20s. I was very, very young, and I thought, I've never been to England. I've, I'm kind of scared because I heard everything was terribly expensive over there. I would have to go by myself, and uh, my wife was having knee surgery at that time, and, and I was afraid to leave her alone. But, you know, I, that was an opportunity that could probably change my life for the better, and I just let it go by. And then another opportunity, sometimes opportunities, you don't know them when you see them. Uh, where there's a lady in Nashville Women in Film that came in, and she came to my house when I was young, and this was before HTV started, and she was going to give me, uh, uh, she bought this couple, and they were going to give me a design program, one of the first that would probably have been on TV uh, because they didn't have HTV at that time. And But I wasn't thinking that way. I wasn't wanting to be on TV. I didn't have the confidence that I do now. But uh, years later, and we met, and I said, well, how did we meet? And she said, well, I brought that couple in. They were going to give you a TV show. I said, what happened? The guy had an accident, and he killed him. So I, she didn't tell me that part. I just I didn't even pursue it because I wasn't even thinking of going that direction. But uh, that just kind of slipped by. Uh, that was fate, so I don't know what about that. And then uh, there was another chance when I I should have moved to Atlanta before HGV started because it kind of started there. And I know all those famous people now because of my uh, notoriety, but I would have been in the right spot at the right time. And a lot of times I'll tell my friends, if you want to be in, music, uh, in the country music, you come to Nashville. As an interior designer, I should have went to a bigger city. Uh, I tell all my single lady friends that's waiting for a man, you've got up there where men are, that he's not going to come to your door and knock on and say, hey, would you want to go out or will you marry me? You've got to put yourself in a situation to meet him. And uh, so that's what I'm saying. Look for situations where whatever you want to obtain, you're there. It it can happen Uh, because it's just not going to happen just wishing for it. You've got to put it into action. Right. Well, that's very good advice. Yeah. I, um, one of the things I did have a question about, how did you get into interior design? I think that's really inspirational that you do oh, that that's or you act, did that. That's, act, that's actually a funny story. My father, since he was on the road a lot, uh, he we pretty much just saw him on weekends and we would go out to eat and all that. And I remember one time when I was probably adolescent, mother had went and hired a professional decorator that we got new drapes, new furniture, new, new every, I mean, everything in the whole house was done professionally by an interior designer and it looks beautiful. I can even see it in my head how beautiful it is even after all these years. And that designer gave me the colors that I have in my home in my bedroom when I was a child. But anyway, the story goes, Dad came in. He goes in, and he sits in a brand-new recliner. He goes and turns on the TV set, and he didn't say one word about the house. And we're, you know, waiting for him to say something. And Mother says, don't you notice anything? He said, did you get your hair fixed today? <laughs> and I'm thinking, <laughs> no telling how much he spent 
and everything in the whole house, if we were there, he just thought he was home, I guess, because everything was completely different. <laughs> and he didn't even notice. So I don't know. Wow. I think that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. He was like oblivious <laughs> to it. <laughs> well, some people don't pick but, up on things, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what she spent, but if I he took all my money out of my account, and I don't, I don't know, or spent a great deal out of it, I think I would notice. You know. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he just didn't mm-hmm. want to know, and you know, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But she was used to changing. My parents changed things a lot. Even before, that's when she hired an interior designer. I thought the house looked good. Before that, she did it herself. And I can, I can look at anybody's home, and I can tell if they've had professional help or not. No matter how well their taste is, I can just tell. And uh, because it's, it's the way it's coordinated and put together. It's I, I compare it to dressing. Like you, as you see me on Facebook, I'm always dressed up, even if I'm dressed casually. I'm. I've, put myself together well and I think that starts from being an interior designer because the same philosophy in dressing is the same philosophy of putting a room together it's still colors and patterns mixing styles together and creating a new look so uh, and you can do both of those with clothes or furnishings so right so I think that's my hand yeah, and when I, I was another thing that happened to me one Christmas uh, my mother gave me back in the 60s guys wore Levi's and I never did wear jeans until I was probably 50 years old and uh, I always wore dress pants but but uh, back when I was a teenager I wore jeans and they wore the colored socks and they had shirts to match my mother gave me this great big seven or eight foot box for Christmas had 250 pairs of color socks in it and I had shirts like, eventually for all those different socks that I matched up to. And I would that would mean I would wear one shirt per year nearly. And uh, and then I got in a car accident, and I told people when they came to see me in the hospital, just bring me a shirt. I just want a shirt because I just I, – I love changing them out. And, of course, uh, that just – that started me dressing, and I've been doing that ever since. And then the other strange thing is when I moved away from home – I didn't I didn't own a jacket because I always hated my mother saying, wear a coat, wear a coat, coat. So this probably gave me my willpower. I, no matter how cold it is, I can psych myself out that I'm not cold. And I'm not cold because I just mentally think I'm not cold. And then probably when I was about, I guess it was about 55, I was in a store and I saw an Imani distressed leather jacket in green, which I still have. And uh, I thought that was that I call it my mink coat because it, it, it was about that price and it was just a beautiful coat. And I bought that coat. Once I bought that coat, I never stopped buying coats. I have tons of coats now because it's, it's like I'm trying to make up for all the time. I didn't wear one. And now I put on a coat all the time. <laughs> so. Anyway. Well, I love talking with you tonight and, um, I learned a lot, um, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, if there's anything out there that you want to tell the people and, um, you know, about yourself or, like, how they can get in touch with you, if you want to put that out there, 
Um, you're yeah, welcome to do I, that. What I do, I'm like, uh, like I said, I'm almost 70, so I'm not really great on the computer and Twitter and all that stuff. I do Facebook, so thank God for Facebook for me. But anyway, I've got three or four uh, Howard Wiggins Facebook, Howard Wiggins Interior Design, Howard Wiggins. But the one you see where I'm changing my picture all the time, and it's just plain Howard Wiggins Facebook, that's the one I want you to follow and hit like or love or whatever because uh, I get a thrill at seeing the comments and seeing how many posts I can get, hits I can get on a post. And if, like you said, I love dancing, I love dressing, I love interior design, uh, I, I love to go to premieres with my friends, I, I'll keep you entertained because I, I wake up and I see the same people all the time telling me good morning and and uh, following me, and I like that. So follow me, and, and we'll I'll keep you entertained. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again um, for all that you do, and thank you for coming on the show today. Um, I enjoyed talking with you, and um, thank you, everyone out there, for listening, and I hope everyone has a blessed day. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Are you feeling sluggish and feeling like you have no energy? Look no further. Kickstart your morning or afternoon and enjoy regulated, even energy that keeps you going without the crash or unwanted side effects of harsh stimulants used in typical energy drinks. Zero sugar, zero crash, sustainable energy, hydration, and fat burn. You can find this product, which is called Energize Go, at healthfirst.relive.com Again, healthfirst.relive.com Now what are you waiting for? Go try Energize Go. Jewelry to fit every budget, occasion, and taste. Bring sparkle to everyday life. Accessories with soul and style. Go to www.blingisticstar.com. Again, www.blingisticstar.com and check out the new trends. nutrition to stay focused and function at their best. Relive Kids Now makes this simple by giving them protein, vitamins, minerals with nutrients to support their immune system, growth and brain development. It's all there in a simple, delicious daily shake. You can get this product in vanilla or chocolate. And you can go to healthfirst.relive.com. Again, healthfirst .relive.com Go get your shake today. Anyone out there that would like to come on the Healthy First Now podcast, just go to healthyfirstnowpodcast.com and reach out to myself, Crystal Starn, and I will be in contact with you. 
Take care, everyone. Join us on Sunday, November 19th, as the Penguins host the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights at PPG Paints Arena. Crosby tees it up. Gensel, back for Crosby. Fire. He scores! It's 87. Check it in on opening night. It's a Sunday showdown between the Penguins and Golden Knights on November 19th. Get your tickets now at PittsburghPenguins.com. Penguin season presented by UPMC. Busy work simply doesn't work. That's why Commonwealth Charter Academy offers career readiness programs that help students jumpstart their futures. CCA, how schools should work. Visit ccaeducate.me. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.